You are listening to a Best Of series only on Lance J Plus. So I'm reading from Electric trek.com Tesla has started to hire roboticists to build its recently announced Tesla bot, a humanoid robot to become a new vehicle for its AI technology. When Elon Musk explained the rationale behind the Tesla bot, he argued that Tesla was already making most of the components needed to create a humanoid robot equipped with artificial intelligence the automaker's computer vision system developed for self-driving cars could be leveraged for use in the robot which could also use things like tesla's battery system and a suit of sensors however tesla has never developed a humanoid robot before and doesn't have any expertise in robotics must described tesla ai day as a reoccurring event to co- go get some of that talent while the focus was on artificial intelligence. Tesla is also looking for roboticists now that the Tesla bot is in the cards. So if you're, if you're into, into artificial intelligence or, or you're an elite robot person, this is your chance to build Rosie the robot from the Jetsons, Bender from Futurama. This is your chance to build robots. Now, if you follow the movies, because I'm a firm believer, they show you stuff in movies that is at least in the cards, right? We had we had a movie about the Martian with Matt Damon. And he's on Mars, and now you see all of these people trying to get to Mars. So you you had the movie. Now, now, now life begins to imitate art. You've had movies like Logan's Run. You remember Logan's Run from back in the day? Remember Logan's Run showed a dystopian society where everybody lived underground. I like Logan's Run. It was a very, it's a cult movie. But everybody's living underground in this society because it's after the apocalypse. And at 40, you you have this you have this chip in your arm, which which is also realistic. At 40, the chip starts to blink. So basically at 40, they're like, yeah, we don't want any old people around. So at 40, you voluntarily go into the government to get incinerated, basically. You you live to be 40. And you can participate in whatever debauchery. I think that kids are all test tube babies, so no one has to do with pregnancy or anything like that. You live 40 years, you eat, you drink, you be married, you have as much sex as you want, do as much drugs as you want. When you're 40, you're out of here. No old people. You see, you see art and life really becoming intertwined. These things that you never would have thought were realistic, like chips in the arm, people going to Mars, people living in a post-apocalyptic society. What do you think I said? I said last week on the show, what do you think 
All of this stuff, Virgin Galactic. What do you think that's about? These people aren't trying to, they're, they're trying to get off of Earth because they know that something bad's about to happen. These people are billionaires, right? These people are in the know. They know more than Lance J knows about what's about to happen in society. These people want to get off of Earth for a reason. So the next wave of that is to have robotics. Now, that didn't work in iRobot. That didn't go too well for Will Smith and all of those guys. Will Smith, I don't, I don't remember the year. He's like 2100. He's, he's whipping around a, a, an Audi A70. He's, he's, he's got the, a lot of those cars in iRobot look like Elon Musk's cars. Didn't work in a Terminator. It turned bad in the Terminator. You had the robots out because in every, whether you're watching Outer Limits or whether you're watching any sci-fi Twilight Zone from the 60s, the common denominator is that when you put a system together of robots that have artificial intelligence, they figure out that human beings are the bane of the existence of Earth. And they figure out, hey, human beings, war, human beings, pestilence, human beings, COVID-19, human beings, heroin addiction, human beings, pornography addiction, human beings, rioting over race, human beings, rioting over politics. These robots say, man, we got to either do one of two things. Like an iRobot, we got to round all the human beings up and put them in some type of, uh, of detention camps, not for forced labor, but just to keep them from killing each other with their parasites, physical parasites of infection and mental parasites of politics and, and race hatred, religion. Or we got to exterminate human beings. So I'd be real careful about that. I know, I know the idea of having a bender or Rosie the robot from the Jetsons around the house to do the cooking, the cleaning, getting your clothes from the cleaners, fixing up dinner, entertaining guests, all of that stuff. I know that that on paper seems to be a really, really good idea. But combined, Elon Musk wants to build a bunch of robots. Then he wants to go to Mars. I get that you need the robots to build all the stuff on Mars. I don't know if robots can withstand negative 200 temperatures. But who has the who has the chip? Who has the who controls the robots? I almost feel like these people have a God complex. Like they really want to be God. I'm not going to put on my my religious, my my two years of, of studying theology in college, my hat for that. These people want to be God. If I control all the robots. And you're on Mars. There's no government on Mars. And you're in debt just to get there. I have complete and utter control over you. We're, we're here to talk about freedoms and taking a vaccine. People are arguing that if you, if, if, if you all let me go to a game without taking a vaccine, you're infringing on my freedoms. How much freedoms will you have if people like Elon Musk have their way and you have millions of robots around and he, and he, has, the, he has the chip? He has, he has the ability to, to push the button and the robots come to your house and say, hey, Mr. Lewis, you can't, you can't leave your house today because you're a human being. You're despicable. You're, you're a vehicle of sin and pestilence and degradation. And because of that, we're going to confine you to your house 
by force. I just find that to be to be interesting. I don't think it's going to be Rosie the Robot. I really don't. I don't think that these bots, if you look at the history in movies, it doesn't end that way. It ends that way in cartoons. You might have Uniblab or the Jetsons doing all the work for you. Uniblab sitting at the table at the desk at work, punching the numbers, doing the regression analysis, filing the TPS reports, all of that stuff. But I don't think that's how it's going to end up. I don't think that that's what Elon Musk has in mind. Speaking of dumb stuff, as I pivot, if you do the crate challenge, and if you're stupid enough to do that, I insist that you do not listen to my show. Don't listen to my show. Go find something that is lower brow. Go find something that matches your, your intellectual capacity and spend your time indulging in that. Don't, don't listen to this show. Because when I'm watching all of the yahoos, the spankies doing the, doing the, doing the crate challenge, you know how I don't see? I don't see a lot of middle class people of Eurocentric descent. I see a lot of us. I see a lot of us breaking ankles, tearing ACLs, popping Achilles, doing stupid stuff. I don't know what's wrong with society. I really, I really have no idea what's wrong with society, how, how stupid people are and people can be. To, to do something as simple as we're going to stack up crates and see if you can run up and down the crates without, without falling. Because I think the middle one is like six or seven feet tall. Who wants to fall seven feet, eight feet? I saw a guy on there, it had to be like 320 trying to get up those things. I was like, man, you could barely get up the stairs. I even saw one where a, a teenager, somebody was up there, the teenager actually kicked the thing down so the person could fall. This is just ignorant stuff that they put out. You know, at least the, the ice bucket challenge was for ALS research, was for research on, on uh, a terminal illness. It has a 100% fatality rate. But this is just this is just chicanery. This is ignorance. This is sophomore. I talk about, I like to poke sophomore fun on this show. This is the epitome of sophomoric, rudimentary, lowest common denominator behavior. And all I see, all I see is us out there acting fool, man. I see in, in our neighborhoods, people doing this, other people cheering the balls on while they're doing this. This is ridiculous. When does it end? Why is there this compelling sensation that you have to make a jackass out of yourself in the same way that your friends do? If you see your friends, you see your goofy loser friends from college and high school, your goofy loser friends, many of them still living in mommy and daddy's pockets into their 40s. You see your goofy friends running up crates Falling, knocking teeth out, breaking legs, breaking arms, breaking, breaking their foot, all sorts of stuff. We got to mimic whatever we see in society. It doesn't matter how stupid it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter how ignorant it is. If there's, if there's a challenge and somebody hashtags it or there's a filter on Instagram and somebody hashtags it, 
or if there's something going on that's supposedly popping and you see you see a few influencers and pop culture people do that stuff, people are running to at the very least, I'm not what what is the what is the over under? I'm a sports guy. I predict I'm not saying this to be funny. I would say that the over under on people that are gonna die from this challenge. I'm gonna say the over under, I'm setting it at two and a half. I'm saying that, and I'm gonna pick the the over. I'm saying at least three people are going to die because of this ridiculous challenge. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. Shout out to all them guys, man. Rashid Wallace, you know, you know, Katino Mobley, you know, um, Sean Red Smith, Terrell Stokes, you know, all of those guys. A lot of them are um, Philadelphia legends when it comes mm-hmm. to the basketball. Right. You know, but I drop real numbers on them. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that make me? <laughs> Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Are you jamming people up? Are you crossing people up? All of that. Are you? Or is all of the above? Yeah, I was. I was um, similar to Iverson. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. If you're a man, you don't cry about it. You take life, the ups and downs. If you're a real man, you never go down. You just stay up. That's why I'm the world champion. That's why this sport coat costs eight hundred dollars, and that costs two hundred. And I don't know what that costs, I'd be ashamed to wear it. That's why I'm wearing lizard shoes and a Rolex watch, and I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just dying for me to go, woo, because I'm the world champion, sucker. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.